Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real-life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Hi all, my name is Michelle Hardy from Practice Plan. I'm the Sales Support Manager. And one of the current topics of conversation that comes up quite often is... We're thinking of maybe converting, but what do we do with the children? So obviously there's a few different options to think about. It really will depend on, are you keeping the contract in the practice or are you thinking of relinquishing it totally? If you're going to keep an NHS contract in the practice, then usually you would keep all of your children under that NHS arrangement. Um, It's always a little bit more... Um, sensitive I guess is the right word when practices are thinking how to deal with the children in the practice so while you've got that contract available it makes sense to keep the children on that for as long as possible Um, but of course if you're giving the contract back we've got to try and think of ways to replace some of that income for the UDAs that you would have allocated to them so There's usually two or three different options in terms of how do you set a children's plan and how do you set the prices. The first option is usually the one that I would say perhaps 90 percent of the practices go with. It's just looking at a purely age banded system of plans. So most practices would do up to sort of five, six years old free of charge um, because these patients are just sort of kind of knee bouncers and not really having any invasive treatments, uh, coming with mum and dad for their appointments. So they're really not a drain on the practice resource. So normally not six free. And then you would split the older children usually into two age bands. So maybe perhaps six to 12 year olds and then 13 up to their 18th birthday. That feels like quite a nice fit because actually it's the teenagers that are the most ones that are the difficult to set the price for. Because in reality, they're probably taking as long in your chair as your adult patients. So we do have to give some consideration to that. They do need a little bit more time probably than the younger children. In an ideal scenario, of course, you want them to come in with mum and dad as part of their appointment rather than have that block of after school appointments round about half past three, four o'clock, because this is prime time in your appointment book. So if you're going to do it on age banding, as I've said, not six free, a nominal fee as low as possible, possibly for your six to twelves. And then really with your teenagers, it will depend what you want to include in your plan option. Do you want to just cost it based on examinations and then they pay a fee um, for any treatments? Or do you want to include some hygiene support in there? So this is the kind of things that we'll talk to you about and it will have a bearing on what your plan price needs to be. The second option is not to do it on age base, but to do it on clinical need. So, again, you could set it on have perhaps a level one where you just include in routine examinations, two a year, one a year, whatever you feel is appropriate. Are you including any hygiene or oral health education? And do you want to include any treatments? You know, we do have practices that go down the full care route for children's plans where all treatments are included. Or you could be quite specific and say we'll just include simple fillings um, and, and extractions for children. So it really is entirely up to you in terms of what you want to include in those types of plans. 
The third option to think about is if you're trying to keep this to a minimum is some practices will just work it based on the UDA value they would have been getting for the children historically. And as a rough rule of thumb, I would generally work with a practice based on two UDAs per child per year. So whatever the cost of that is, we would divide that up by 12 months and that would become your children's plan. Obviously, you're going to have an admin fee included in your plan cost, so we do need to take that into consideration a little bit. But of course, your children are having access to the assistance scheme. So should they have an accident and need treatment, we can request funding towards the cost of that. So that is an added value to your patients that we will offer to your children, anybody that's on a plan. So they're all the kind of things that we can talk to you about in much more detail. We're definitely here to help. If you want some guidance and some advice, by all means, get in touch with us. Let's get you in touch with your local regional support manager who will be able to sit down, look at your specific circumstances with you and offer you the guidance that hopefully you need. So I hope that that's been helpful. Um, if, of course, there's anything else, just get in touch and let us know.